Good morning and welcome to this edition of Word from the Word of God. Today's message takes us into the Gospel of Luke, chapter 12. Gospel of Luke, chapter 12. There we'll be reading verse 16 down through verse 21. As we begin this chapter, as we look in context, we are seeing that Jesus is speaking various parables unto his disciples. And he starts this chapter off by warning uh, the the disciples of the leaven of the Pharisees. In other words, he's warning them about their hypocrisy, the very ones who beat people down uh, with the law of God uh, and spoke and believed that their self-righteousness would get them into heaven and the kingdom of God, all the while being hypocrites because they didn't obey the law of God themselves, nor did they accept the Savior. In fact, they were the religious crowd that were trying to get rid of and looking for every way to get rid of Christ and get him out of the way any way they could. But as Jesus comes to verse 16, he speaks a parable of a rich fool. And this is Jesus speaking, as Luke is recording, he says, And he spake a parable unto them, saying, The ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentifully. And he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do, because I have no room where to bestow my fruits? And he said, This will I do. I will pull down my barns and build greater, and there will I bestow all my fruits and my goods. And I will say to my soul, Soul, thou hast much goods laid up for many years. Take thine ease. In other words, he said, Take thy rest, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said unto him, Thou fool, this night thy soul shall be required of thee. Then whose shall those things be which thou hast provided? So is he that layeth up treasure for himself and is not rich toward God. His soul is not rich toward God. Now, I want to say right here, starting off, I am not. I am not talking or talking against, speaking against anyone who is wealthy. That This parable has nothing to do with goods. It has everything to do with the eternal state of a person's soul. This rich man or this farmer who had plenty had his safety and his security and he, based on his success. He had his security in the temporal things of this world. He did not have his eye on God, and he certainly didn't have his eye or his love toward others as he was not willing to share with anyone. But the most important thing is he did not have his eye where it needed to be. He had his eye on the wrong riches, the temporal riches and possessions of this world. They are temporary. My friend, if you're within the sound of my voice and you're hearing this message today, the Lord is speaking a, a message to your heart right now. If you are so caught up in obtaining things in this world, you are so caught up with your every step is is for success. Your, your every want is to have more and, and more and more, whether it be houses or whatever kind of possession it may be, and you're 
focused on that so much that you think that is your safety, that success is your security. You are not secure at all. Number one, you need to realize something here. This man thought that he had many years. He says right here in verse 19, And I will say unto my soul, Soul, thou hast much goods laid up for many years. Take thine ease. He thought he had many Years now, however many of the years I, that was, I don't know. But what God, what did God say to him? Thou fool! This night thy soul shall be required of thee. Then whose shall those things be? He is. He thought he had tomorrow. But you need to understand something. If you're apart from Christ and you're going through this world living in sin and you're based and all you want is the things of this world, you have your eye on the wrong and your soul in the wrong place. One day, these things that you're holding so tightly to uh, will be burned up. Uh, the Peter, the apostle Peter writes in Second Peter chapter 3, and I'll just read this uh, right quick in verse 10. And this is talking about, Peter's talking about the day of the Lord, which is the judgment of the Lord after Christ has removed his body out of this world, his church. The true born again believers are gone home to be him. The day of the Lord comes, he says, but the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat the earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up my friends these things that you're holding so tightly to these things that you're gripping on and working your fingers to the bone so to speak and you're giving your all to obtain more and more if you will notice when they break you have to get something else if you when they fail or your money uh, goes away you have to work even harder to get more and more you are that you will never be satisfied but there's one thing that you need to realize uh, all that you have all that you're holding on to one day is going to be burned up it is going to be ash. It is going to be nothing. So where should your focus be? Your focus should be that your soul is <laughs> under the saving hand of God. And that is through his son, Jesus Christ. You right now have your eye on the here and now. Your soul is on the here and now. But your soul and your eye needs to be focused on what's in eternity for you. Without Christ, you have nothing but judgment. And that judgment where your, your works will be judged. And you will be condemned to a place called hell in the lake of fire for eternity without Christ. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 16, he said, for what is it is a man profit if, if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? For the Son of Man shall come in his glory, in the glory of his Father with his angels, and then he shall reward every man according to his works. Every man according to his works. You say, well, I don't believe that. Well, Hebrews chapter 9, verse 27 says, And as it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this the judgment. Who is to say, sinner friend, that all, all you gain all this stuff and, and you die tomorrow? 
what happens? You say, well, I don't believe that. Well, let me read you something from the Word of God, James chapter 4, and I'll read verse 13 and 14. Go to now ye that say, today or tomorrow we will go into such a city and continue there a year and buy and sell and get gain. Whereas you know not what shall be on the morrow, for what is your life? It is even a vapor that appeareth for a little time and then vanisheth away. A vapor. Sinner friend, can you see a vapor? And your life is more fragile than a vapor. It is here and then it's gone. You are not promised tomorrow. Are you doing what this rich fool did and holding your security and your success uh, for your, the eternal uh, security of your soul and rejecting Christ? You know, Christ can give you something that these things can't, and that's eternal life. The eternal life that he gives, the reason it's eternal is because it's from eternity past, and it is unto eternity which is to come. And it is the life of God revealed in none other than Jesus Christ, who is God. John writes in his gospel, chapter 1, verse 4 and 5, says, and he's speaking of Jesus here, he says, in him was life. And the life was the light to men, and the light shineth into darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. My friends, the only thing that matters is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. All you have to do is believe in him to be saved. Jesus said in John uh, chapter 3, verse 16, as he was speaking to Nicodemus about the spiritual birth, the new birth, and that speaks when you receive Christ, the Holy Spirit comes in and brings you from death to life, from darkness to light, from uh, damnation to salvation, from condemnation to salvation, from he hell you will go to heaven. And Jesus changes all that the very second you ask him to come in and be your Savior. All you have to do is have faith in him. Jesus said right here in John 3.16, one of the most well-known and most quoted verses of Scripture in the whole Word of God, but might I say is one of probably the most significant. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have what? Everlasting life. Jesus Christ should be the number one focus of your life and your soul right now, sinner friend, if you've never accepted him as your Lord and Savior, this message is for you today. I had intended and believed in my heart that the Lord had me going somewhere else for this message, but this morning at 1230, he gave me this message, and this message is speaking to someone. Your eyes are focused on the wrong thing. If you're holding on to the temporal things of this world, you need to be holding on and accepting the eternal Savior. You say, well, how do I do that? Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 says, uh, and I'm going to tell you right now, it's not a reward. And not all your worldly goods cannot purchase this for you. You can't earn it. You can't be good enough for it. It must come by faith. The, the Word of God tells us in Ephesians 2, 8, 9, For by grace, the grace of God, are ye saved through faith. 
and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. And as you are right now, if you've rejected Christ and you're in your sin, the Word of God tells us in Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death, but, there's a but there, the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. If you have not received Christ in your life right now, if your eyes are like this rich fool and your eyes are focused and your security is in the things of this world, my friends, what if God said to you tonight or right now, Thou fool, this, this day, this moment, your soul shall be required of you. Where, would you. where would you be? Would you have eternal life in Christ? You would step out of this world into eternity with him? Or would you step out of this life and step into a place called hell for eternal damnation? And that is the truth of the word of God. That is not my saying. That's what the word of God says. And I stand upon the word of God. And it is not my desire that any should perish. It is not the Father's will that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. All you have to do is repent. That means you turn from your sin and you turn to God. You turn from your sin, that's repentance, and you turn to God in faith in Jesus Christ, His Son, who He sent to die on the cross for your sins and pay your sin debt in full. Won't you accept Him today and be saved and have your soul set for eternity? God bless.